once again. Here we go. This is Gone Mental episode 250 here on Real Punk Radio. with I Saw a Ghost. You are listening to Gone Mental here on the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, only on Real Punk Radio. This is episode 250. Um, and I hear a hum. Ignore that. You don't hear it. Um, so, this is episode 250. I don't do special things, but it just worked out that this week, episode 250, I have... I think only my second guest host in the new house, and my first guest host in quite some time. So um, we have in the bar, basement, <laughs> whatever, uh, Madeline from the Toxines, which I have never played before because they don't have anything released yet. But we're working she, on it. She picked everything that's going to be played tonight, so you probably get kind of a feel of. Plus, there's like I think there's videos on there. Facebook page. Yep. So. Yeah. YouTube. Is there on YouTube? There is some on YouTube. Yeah. Nice. It's all on there. We're all on the internet. Probably everything's on YouTube. Yeah. 
Yeah, YouTube's a fucked up place. Yeah. Probably somewhere. There's probably private videos of me on YouTube that I don't know exist. So <laughs> there's some fucked up shit on there. So anyway, um, probably a departure from our usual psychobilly show. Um, if you normally listen to the Thursday Night Wrecking Pit, you know that we typically play rockabilly, psychobilly, garage, punk, surf, one man band, honky tonk, one man. I already said that. Uh, bluegrass. Guest host episodes. I always start drinking early, just so you know. Um, <laughs> so we're—I don't think we have any psychobilly on tonight. No. But I like the toxins. If I had a recording of the toxins, I'd play them on the show. So there's going to be some overlap. I know there's things that she has selected that I've played probably different tracks from these bands or some of these bands, or I would have if I had heard them before. So whatever. You fucking, you've listened long enough, you know what's going on. So, you can talk too. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Words are hard. Um, yeah, Madeline, playing the toxines. I'm the drummer, sort of. Bang on the drums. I don't know if I'm a drummer. <laughs> well, and you do a Phil Collins kind of thing where you sing sometimes. Oh, totally. I mean, I don't, I don't mean that as a disrespect because no disrespect. It's, it's well known that Phil Collins is my personal nemesis and uh, I hate him more than any other human ever so uh, sometimes I, I compare people to him not as a dig or comparing him my hate but just because it's a drummer who sings it's the only drummer I know of that's famous that sings and I know the Los Assassins who some of the members of the Toxines played in Los Assassins Los Assassins had some tracks where their drummer sang yep mm-hmm. I always I don't know why uh, the Brumble Jets out of uh, Kansas City they their drummers sing sometimes um I don't know why it always it's such a weird thing when a drummer sings that I it, I, I really like it for some reason I'm just like that's awesome I don't know why that's awesome but yeah I don't know because we usually are like the sit back and shut up my dad was a drummer uh in high school and uh after high school and he always told me that as a as a singer he was a very good drummer like just implying that drummers are just not supposed to have the ability to sing which I inherited his singing ability so I, I can understand that mm-hmm. you know I, I probably sing like a drummer the cliche drummer or whatever I don't know <laughs> I want to shut up do you want to play more music yes what let's do we got get next? on to the next song so what do we got coming up uh, we have Blue Girl by the Bad Roads. Cause I'm blue, baby. <laughs> Alright, let's go. Yeah, because... 
The internet and drinking online. <laughs> <laughs> Brent, we were just discussing your drunken uh, Thursday Night Writing Pit record purchases. <laughs> so, um, My best drunk pur- purchase online was like this uh, illustrated book of this guy's alien abduction encounters. Uh, it, was, it was a great, great buy. I've, I've frequently... Um, I personally believe I should set up some sort of breathalyzer on my computer for um, uh, both Bandcamp and Discogs because <laughs> I, I've gone on to uh, Bandcamp after a show and drunk as shit accidentally almost paid like $70 for a 7-inch because of a typo. <laughs> it sucks when they have that name your price. It was like, oh, suggested price of seven dollars. So I just press in seven. I try to do seven point zero zero, and I just do seven zero zero. I'm like, I'm not paying seven hundred dollars for a seven inch, no matter how fucking good it is. But someday it's gonna happen. Yeah. Hey, you know. And then I'll be homeless. These are the truths. But I'll have a damn good seven inch. To keep me warm at night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could dumpster. light it on fire for like five minutes of warmth. That'd be punk as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <see. laughs> so, what did we just hear? Um, so, that was the Lost Dilly Sisters. Uh, sometimes good guys don't wear white. So. so, I was unfamiliar with them until I looked at it. Obviously, I've heard of the song. I have mm-hmm. to admit, I first heard the song from Minor Threat. Yep. Um, still, I mean, even though I've heard. A ton of versions, still just because of nostalgia, which I always decry. Yeah. I still fucking love the Minor Threat version because it's the first one I heard I, yeah. when I was angsty and angry and 18 and smelly and punk. And, um, but apparently they are from the show of the Banana Splits. And, um, I've never heard that version before. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's, but I it was, think, it was fun. Yeah, it's fun and it fits along the lines of just kind of poppy, surfy stuff. And they're yeah. like children, you know. They remind me of uh, what's in that that movie, The Interview. You know, was that the really? I'm, I don't think I've seen that one? that one. Okay, they had like two really creepy kids playing Spanish guitar, and it was terrifying, but also intriguing. Like The <laughs> Shining mixed with. I don't know, something with Spanish guitar. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was going somewhere with that, and I lost yeah. it mid-word. Mid so, okay, before that... Oh, uh, yes, before that was Stranger by King Tough. Uh, that is my number one banger track. Uh, I like to roll down the windows in my car and smoke cigarettes and drink whiskey and drive down St. Paul, you know. So you're saying you... No, I... Drink whiskey while driving around St. Paul. Yeah. That's, I mean, the... Better than Minneapolis, because the Minneapolis cops would probably beat the shit out of you for that. The St. Paul yeah. cops would probably just break you a ticket. Well, when the streets were designed by drunk Irish people, like, it's welcome to be wasted driving down the streets. This That just made me remember my favorite St. Paul cop <laughs> thing I've ever seen, because... I, it, it, to me, was like the greatest example of the Minneapolis cop versus the St. Paul cop. Um, went to the Turf Club once. To, I saw the, the Soviets playing with... I don't remember who they were playing with. I remember it was like a reunion show or whatever. Like, every band had a member of the Soviets in it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, at one point, I was sitting there with with Chris, and we are sitting in the 
booth, and you know they had that. I think it's gone now, but there's the wall between the booths and the bar. Oh yeah. And some dude just like flies over it, like trying to like <laughs> throttle some guy. And then later on, we we're out front waiting for our Uber, or doing whatever people do out front at the turf club. Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I officially was not doing drugs out in front of the turf club. I was. But I saw this gentleman who flew over the the partition. Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking with an officer, and he was obviously being detained. Mm-hmm. And he went to swing at the cop. I was like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen here? He went to swing at the cop, and the cop, like, deftly sidesteps. Puts his hand on the guy's shoulder and gently guides him into sit in the back of the car. It was like the most amazing. It was like a ballet. I was like, if that, if this happened in Minneapolis, that guy would have been like thrown in a pile of teeth. Um, oh shit! Uh, apparently, I fucked up bed music, and there's a real song playing. Oh god, damn it, Dan! Hold on, I'll fix this. I promise. Back to the not real songs. Uh, <laughs> um, stop. Podcasts are hard. <laughs> it's not hard when you're not drinking whiskey and telling stories about cops. But like, no, in a Minneapolis cop situation, that would have been like teeth in a pile on the ground. <laughs> Tasers everywhere, but it was it was a very I don't even remember how I started telling the story, but it's a poetic police moment that only white people will know. That's <laughs> <laughs> we try not to get political here. Sorry, sorry, but <laughs> it, it happens. Yeah, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, Crystal's on the chat. What up, Crystal? You know Crystal, right? Yeah. I was going to put some, like... Ginger Witch okay. on the chat. Yeah. The first time she showed up on chat, I was just like, oh, I haven't seen you in the chat before. Have you been listening while you're, like, <laughs> talking? Like, so where are you from? She's like, Dan, you know me. <laughs> like, fuck. Who do I know who has red hair? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, I know exactly who... You've been to my fucking house before. I should be embarrassed, but... I just found out recently we were both in the dance world together, so that's a beautiful thing we share. What is the dance world? It's where... Is that like water world? Yeah, it's like it's like uh, if you were John Bonet, but you didn't get murdered. That's what the dance... No, um, competitive dance, tap jazz, ballet. Okay. The worst When you said John Bonet, I heard Jombie first. Oh. And uh, interesting bit of trivia, as I heard today that the actor who played Jombie... Yeah was arrested for threatening to murder his neighbor's dog. You can get arrested for that? Yes. That should be in jail. <laughs> like three times over. <laughs> <laughs> See, dogs are a sacred thing for me, so I was like... Well, you don't yeah, actually you should go kill to jail the dog. It's just well, a threat. It, well, I suppose. I've, I've said some horrible things, but it was always like in my own partition of my car in traffic. Sure. like oh, Saying yeah. horrible things to people. I used to do that. Now I just... <laughs> Angrily sing Patsy Cline at people. <laughs> That's the only way to sing Patsy Cline. Just angrily. Well, shaking your fist. If they could hear me, it would be damaging to them. So <laughs> it's it's like assault, uh-huh. but no one gets hurt except my pride. <laughs> you gotta have pride to have it get hurt. So that is true. I don't have that. <laughs> so um, should 
Should we play more music? Yeah, let's go into it. Let's listen to Hong Kong by Shannon and the Clams. All right, let's do it.
You know, it's always at the most inopportune times that sets end. I was just grabbing a bottle of fucking wine out of the closet. And good old closet wine. Hey, yep. all you listeners in the Twin Cities. So while I'm opening this, yeah. do you want to tell people what we just heard? Oh yeah, sorry. Um, so the song that just played was "The Hurt and Kind" by The Bittersweet. Um, Cause boys suck. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Uh, May 12th, mark your calendars because the toxines are playing <laughs> the Twin Cities Garage Rock Blowout. Uh, we're kind of advertising this as their birthday show for We Are All May Babies. Um, but we're going to be playing with the Fret Rattlers um, Bonsai, which has Hero from Richie Ramone and Tommy Ballone uh, from Richie Ramone and Warlock. Uh, also playing New Rocket Union, Trash Street, and the Pitch of It. It's going to be a dope-ass time, and you should come there and bring us all birthday presents. I like money. (laughs) (laughs) I've noticed that when I set something on here, the humming that I heard went away, so I think it's some sort of weird thing where my microphone just doesn't like being over here. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just keep the liquor right there. And then yeah. Just real close. Or my microphone wants to be drunk. <laughs> um, so, same. yeah. So, yeah, the the birthday, uh, I was sitting, because I went to um, someplace in fucking Colorado for work. Mm-hmm. And I saw, I was sitting by myself, as I often am on work trips, because mm-hmm. it's a work trip. Well, I'm not gonna fucking sit there and drink with my coworkers. Oh yeah, I mean I'll drink uh, alone any at at work or at home. But it was Colorado, so there was the advantage of I had the night off, so I was recommended this brew pub near the hotel. So I went to the wrong brew pub across the street from the hotel because it's fucking Colorado. So apparently they have more brew pubs than they have humans. What about dispensaries, though? I saw a few of those. <laughs> But you know what I want to do with my time on a work trip is get super fucked up and the thing you go to the brewery and then you go to the dispensary after and then you will not remember any of the trip. It's a good vacation. I'm not going to do illegal (laughs) substances in our home state on a work trip. True. (laughs) Plus, I I don't do the pot because it gives me seizures. Oh, shit, dude. Yeah, it's a buzzkill for everybody involved. Yeah, damn. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I was at this this brew pub. I was drinking a pint of Colorado brewed pale ale, mm-hmm. eating a fish and chips, realizing how spoiled I am being a Minnesotan, because I was like, what the fuck do you mean that a fish and chips isn't a fucking walleye? Oh, yeah, what? What does yeah, it have? Cod? Haddock. Haddock? Ugh, bullshit. Fish. I don't even know what those look like. They're terrifying. <laughs> they look like a hammock. Cause it's hammock. <laughs> but I, I saw the post about that being like the. the I was like, well, fuck. There's the birthday show for mm-hmm. the toxines. I haven't had a guest host in fucking ages. Mm-hmm. I, I think Ike's. You know Ike. He plays in Aloha from Hell. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been my only guest host at this at the new house. Oh really? In the new you bar. Get more guests. I do need more guests, but I'm I'm thinking of making my second show, which I haven't gotten around to starting yet, being my guest host show. Oh, word. Yeah, that makes because sense. Because then we can just kind of just go fucking wherever with it. Mm-hmm. 
and then there's no time constraints. But anyway, so I saw this was the uh, birthday show. I was like, well, shit, we should have a scene guest host before we get to that point. That's right. And so here we, can promote it. we are. Yes, so I drunkenly sent a text or a <laughs> Facebook message to the Toxine's Facebook page. Which will be Monet because she's way more of an adult than Ariel and on top of it. Monet, you're the best. <laughs> yeah, she did sign the, uh, there was a, a signature on the bottom of the, uh, Really? Like a release form or what? No, like, okay. uh, you know, you have like the email signature that says oh, whatever. Yeah. It's like there's the, the blurb on the, the message and on the bottom it says Monet. Oh, nice. Oh, so, yeah. Which, yeah. which makes sense on a, a group page so I know yeah. which person I'm conversing with. That's true. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> More rock and roll. More rock and roll. Here we baby. go.
times I expected a set to end. Uh, <laughs> after 250 episodes, there's probably been like six set endings I've ever seen coming. Mm-hmm. Well, that song kind of This was the first one the that happened <laughs> that I saw it coming when I was actually drinking. <laughs> so we started that off with uh, Toe Cutter Thumbbuster by Theoses. We had Crust Bucket by The Frights, who I hadn't heard of till recently, and um... I kind of dig it. I'm digging their, like, kind of Volbeat edge that they got going on. Uh, and then, of course, Shannon and the Clams. There it is again, Troublemaker. Uh, I think she wrote that song about me, I'd like to think. <laughs> so I would just have to say, after, um, usually whenever I have a guest host, mm-hmm. they start off, like, when they start saying, like, what we just played. Yeah. I have to correct them on the way, proper way, because I'm oh, a fucking shit. Nazi okay. about shit. Uh-oh. This is the first time I don't feel like I have to do that. So you totally, you should do a show. (laughs) So any listeners out in the entire planet, send the toxins a message because I don't know a specific way to get in touch with with Madeline. Um, There's none. Telepathically. Yeah, just (laughs) peer pressure her into doing either a podcast or an internet radio show because it's, it's fucking fun, really. Yeah. <laughs> if I had my own radio show, that's what it would be. Every like break would just be me doing a very long like, you know. So inappropriately. We're getting close to out of time. Okay. We have one full set left. Okay. And then the last track, we have about one full set left. Fourteen minutes. Okay. And. Um, Oh, it's hard to say with the way this does shit. Clocks uh, rule everything around me. <laughs> <laughs> Should we just play some rock and roll? Oh, yeah, let's do this. What's up? All right, now we got Bleached with Dazed. All right. <laughs>
Meanwhile, back in the States. Meanwhile, back in the jungle...
Yeah, so I used to just give them mic on on these guest episodes during the uh, <laughs> the sets because talking punk. <laughs> Indeed. So what do we just hear? All right, so that was "I Am a Poser" by X Ray Specs. Because I'm a poser and I don't care. That's my personal theme song, really. Oh, totally. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Um, before that, we had It, number one, by Ty Seagal, who is my musical crush. Ty, if you're listening, I will play anything with you. I guarantee Do nobody famous anywhere is listening to my show. Oh, Ty Seagal is listening to this, for sure. Um, and yeah, like I said before, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dazed by Bleached. Which is a single they released. I have to say that that recording of the X-Ray Specs, that's the cleanest version I've ever heard of any X-Ray Specs oh, ever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, have, I had to find I had to I dig. have uh, <laughs> the, my first X-Ray Specs was it was a CD that a friend gave me. I, mm-hmm. It was the first time I was just mentioning uh, yeah. the break. The, my friend from Chicago who told me that the New York Dolls were not punk. They were going And she also told so me punk. that you shouldn't listen to the Sex Pistols because Sid Vicious was a woman-hating girlfriend murderer because he murdered his girlfriend, allegedly, but... I gotta say, There's conspiracy theories that say that he didn't, that he just copped to it because he was so crushed that his girlfriend was dead, but... Mm That's neither here nor there. Yeah. But she gave me a CD of the X-Ray Specs, which was, I, I don't know, I don't recall what it was called, but it was just all really raw recordings. Mm-hmm. And then I have the vinyl of, uh, I don't remember, is it called Germ-Free Adolescence? It's, it's yes. uh, the, yep. the vinyl, which is one of the only things every time I play Matt Curtis on this show, I mention that I'm, in my divorce, I got a fucking broken Mercury. <laughs> I got a towel, a work and a Matt Curtis record. I also got a Sex Pistols record of... Is that part of your prenup? No, it's just what I had. Okay. The only things I had. Uh, the Sex Pistols, the Great Rock and Roll Swindle, the original. I think it's the first pressing. Mm-hmm. And a sec, uh, an X-Ray Specs uh, colored vinyl. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's not the same recording as... No, this is a lot cleaner. Yeah. It's super fucking just crusty raw. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I like that. I mean, I like the dirt and the grit, but, you know, for radio reasons, I was like... Clean is nice for certain purposes. If it's too raw, I I like raw, dirty rock and roll, but there's sometimes it's just too fucking raw, and it's just... It's hard to listen to. No, that's true. Yeah. I mean... Sometimes it adds to the appeal. Sometimes it does. Yeah, but sometimes sometimes it takes away. It's it's, it's all about being done right. Yes. And not like uh, doing it, like forcing it to be done right, but like if you do it in the. Like a lot of like the psychobilly shit, it's like Mm -hmm. if you sing about zombies, sometimes it feels fucking forced. Sometimes (laughs) it doesn't. Sometimes it just feels. I think if, if, if it's a raw, like Guitar Wolf. Yeah. They're raw as shit. Mm hmm. Their recordings sound like shit, <laughs> but the energy is fucking amazing. They sound yeah. fucking great, but there's a lot of bands that try to be that Guitar Wolf sound, yeah. and they just fucking just end up sounding like shitty-ass Try Better. Yeah. Well, and that's why we re-recorded, because we had uh, the Toxines. We recorded last, uh, I want to say September, 
and it was just really clean and it was over processed and I mean the guy did a great job uh, don't get me wrong but uh, we felt like at this point in our career we're a little more experienced in all of our songs you know the sound that you want yeah and, and, and like I the whole time I was like lo-fi lo-fi I want lo-fi <laughs> like every, all the time uh, so we did because Tupac really fucking ruins it no, it does. And like, it, like the drums even sounded. Like, and I'm um, sure that he actually like. <laughs> like I've I've often I've often mentioned is is in the rockabilly context, which often makes people not like me. But I say, <laughs> like the Stray Cats. Yeah. They captured the style of rockabilly without capturing the spirit at all. Yeah. Because it's it's one of those things where it's like certain kinds of rock and roll they need to be not polished. Yeah. You need absolutely. to have that raw fucking well, gritty. You need to have mistakes. Yeah, because that's the... To, to be human is to err. And, and I think that with certain sounds, it just fits. And with us, like, this new recording is going to be a lot more true to our sound. Because when I heard everything else, it was just too clean, too processed, too radio-friendly, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, we used a megaphone, and, like, you know, we're going to... Maybe I'm gonna bring my theremin in. I don't know. Who knows? Well, <laughs> if if you need an amplified washboard, I know a guy. I know. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that was the last full set of the episode. Yep. We are officially two minutes over our time slot. Typical. Which, well, it, it'll be typical at like seven minutes past. Okay. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so I gotta say real quick, my little public service announcements. If you like the music that we played on this episode, please buy. It. For the love of fucking God, support the artists. That's right. Uh, don't just stream this shit online. Don't just listen to this shit on YouTube. Buy the music. Uh, buy the CDs, buy the records, buy the fucking 8-track cassettes if you can find that shit. Um, if you see the band playing in your local area, go to the show. Don't fucking try and weasel your way in on the guest list. Pay the fucking cover because that's how bands get paid. Uh, spend more money at the merch booth than you do at the bar. And while you're at the bar, buy the band a fucking round. Because I agree to all of this. most of the bands I've ever booked in my entire life say they're happy if they can just make enough to pay their bar tab, which is fucking sad. In fact, most bands, or not most, but some bands these days have to fucking pay to get the fuck on stage, which is criminal. Which. A promoter should be fucking strung up and disemboweled for that shit. I say that confidently knowing that I will never be a promoter again because if I was a promoter, I know I'd probably have to do that someday. Yeah. <laughs> I would That's hate a myself. Gotta... <laughs> uh, but support the music. Um, just buy it because this shit does not happen for free it does not happen by accident it costs the bands money to record in the studios and it costs them to have it produced and mixed and mastered and such and either digitally distributed or pressed onto cd or vinyl buy the shit if it means something to you because they put their fucking guts into this shit amen and um (laughs) Do that shit. So we're going to play one last track and we're going to give way to Zorch Radio because we are well over our time slot. Uh, this song's dedicated to anyone who doesn't like rock and roll. Because fuck you. Nobody who doesn't like rock and roll listens to this mm-hmm. I know. Well, That's well, 
I have to admit, my mother-in-law listens to this show, and she turns it down when I'm not talking. Oof. This is for you, mother-in-law. Which is weird. <laughs> Which is really weird, because most people, I think, who listen to the show, listen to it just for the music. Yeah, I wouldn't want to listen to this, like, rambling. This drunk rambling. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, like, Chris listens to my show sometimes, but very rarely, but sometimes, but when she does, she turns it down when I talk, whereas my mother-in-law... Well, can you blame her? Just kidding. No. Sorry. No, I do that. <laughs> uh, my mother-in-law turns it down when the music plays. Which she I misses you. She just wants to hear your voice. That's... That's why I'm hoping someone, someone out there... I hope there, she's not you know listening you right now, but... That's kind of creepy. So, here we go. See you at Christmas, mother-in-law. <laughs> um, oh, last track. The song is called You Don't Like Rock and Roll, and it's by Hunks and His Punks. Oh, yeah, and next week, um, it'll be a pre-recorded show because I will be out. Uh, not at home. <laughs> so, if you're in Boston or Amsterdam, give me a shout. Gone Mental at TwinCitiesRecord.com. I will be in your town next week. See you next week.